Welcome to today's market update with our good friend Eugene Grander from heartlandinvest.com. USDA dropped the crop report earlier today. Also, Deutsche Bank issues dire economic warning for America. We're going to touch on both those things today. Let's start, obviously, with the crop report, Eugene. Uh, what did it say and what are you seeing with the weather situation? Well, USDA data out today, usually they're negative, but not all of it. Uh, the corn data side was friendly. Uh, they finally are slowly catching up to their misrepresentation of what our available supplies are out there. They increased ethanol usage by 75 million bushels, increased corn usage by 75 million, which now has our carryouts for old crop corn down to about 1.1 billion bushels. Most analysts still think we're about eight, 900 million bushels. We're below a billion, which that would put corn back up at $8 a bushel for trying wow. to understand what that means. New crop corn carry out now down to 1.35, but they got optimistic dreams of what they think our current crop is. Let me show you something here. Uh, this is Iowa, the number one corn producing state in the United States. Uh, deficit of uh, precipitation departures from normal since the first of the year. Look at this. Eastern Iowa, Davenport. You know, we're deficit some five inches. One little county here, deficit almost seven inches. All this rain, you know, very difficult uh, to grow a wonderful crop when we're already off to such a horrible start here. And uh, the reality is, uh, as we look at the uh, GFS weather forecast, they've been dry for two weeks. They continue to look dry for the next two weeks. And they're in the 90s, like we are up in North Dakota. Spring, we took a large hit here earlier this week. But I don't think we have a top in because of several reasons. The price of wheat has mostly went up in April and May, not because of the drought in North Dakota, but because of the price of corn that keeps escalating. It's the protein that prices all proteins in the world. So like a rising uh, tide floats all ships, corn's the tide that's floating all crop prices. And so even though they've taken a little of the premium out of spring wheat, spring wheat's going to be pushed higher by corn valuations that I think continue to still keep moving higher. We're not done taking the price of corn up. We're not done taking the price of beans up. And let me be, you know, again, uh, repetitive. We're not done with the price of wheat because we've yet to reflect to the world that we're going to slash spring wheat acres that got, you know, zeroed out just two weeks ago and planted into corn just to collect the crop insurance, which pays more than spring wheat. We're in a bull market. That bull market is not done in the grain market. So you had another question you were going into about the dire explanations that but, even. But hold on, hold on one second, because I want to back up for a moment. Did, did, I mean, $8 corn, when's the last time I was at 8 bucks? 2012. And we have a situation that emulates 2012. And by the way, the high price in 2012 came Labor Day weekend. I think our high prices are going to start to manifest by July 4th, July 4th week. Because the largest crop report of the year, today on a scale of 1 to 10, was a 6. The largest crop report of the year is June 30th. On a scale of 1 to 10, that baby is an 11. Because we're going to finally see what the farmers have planted. Some are trying to say our corn acreage is going to jump 6 million acres. It's not going to happen. At best, we think we're going to see a corn acreage number about 3 million acres higher than what we saw on March 31st. When they're all paying pretty much the same, you're better off staying with crop rotations to maximize yield 